0: Everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The By Word Show. Today is the day. I'm so glad you're here and I'm excited because today I thought it'd be fun just to chat through the plan that I usually use for our By Words Vision Workshops. It's the strategy that I use to reflect on the year and plan my year that's coming. And I always think around New Year's Eve, which y'all already know, I have such beef with new year's resolutions. Okay. If you have not heard my episode from, I think last year about how new year's resolutions don't work go check it out. We'll dive into a little bit of the mindset stuff today, but really the heart behind this episode is to just give you a little time and space to kind of look back over this year, see how far you've come, pinpoint areas that you've grown, areas that you still want to grow in in the coming year. And then from there, we'll like work together to figure out a plan and like start setting some goals for the new year, which I think is just so fun. So if you haven't already make sure you hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode and if you want to show some extra love like really go above and beyond I would love it if you leave a review it really helps the show grow whenever you let other people know how much you like it so thanks for being here and wherever you're at today get ready because we're going to dive into this one. It's going to be really fun. So if you are sitting down or if you're at a place where you can grab like maybe a journal and a pen, water bottle, drink of choice, like whatever you need, light your byword story candle from June and bloom, like for the most vibes, like that is the ideal setting for me, at least whenever I do this kind of stuff, but wherever you're at, if you're driving, be safe, but get comfortable. And we're just going to dive into this. So first of all, I feel like I cannot talk about Casting vision without talking about mindset because so many people get to the new year and they want to change their behaviors, right? We set all these goals like, I want to eat healthier, I want to save money, I want to lose weight, I want to do this and that. And we have all these ideas of how we want to change our behavior. But the thing that gets us hung up is that we can't change our behavior in a sustainable, lasting way unless we change our mindset first because it's a progression that all starts in our mind and our thoughts. And so if you're not familiar with the mindset model that I teach and talk about all the time, let me just quickly break it down for you because this is so key. And if it's something that's new to you, I promise it will totally change your life, help you shift your perspective, your whole mindset. It's just really, it's really key. I feel for creating the life and becoming the person that you want to be. So First is your thoughts. Everything starts in your thoughts. There are different things that trigger our thoughts, whether it's internal, external, how we're feeling, relationships with other people, and like how things are going, even hormones for women especially. But everything starts in our thoughts, okay? Subconscious, conscious, it's all in our mind. From there, our thoughts really influence our feelings and our feelings impact what we desire right? So those are the internal pieces of this puzzle. So first we have our thoughts and then what we feel is based on what's going on in our head space. So if I'm feeling stressed, if I'm feeling anxious, most of the time I can trace it back to what I've been thinking about, what I've been dwelling on, where my head has been lately. And that's usually what's causing me to feel the stress, anxiety, whatever it may be. And again, this isn't one size fits all. There are usually things that have been there for a long time that are usually subconscious. So we kind of get in these default settings as I like to call them. And what's really helpful when it comes to figuring out the root cause of those kinds of feelings is working with a therapist, working with a coach, or really taking the time to do some deep thought work and figure out like what's really in there that's causing you to feel certain ways and create these patterns and habits. And basically like, start this whole ripple effect from your mind all the way to your behavior. Okay. So we've got thoughts, feelings, and then our desires. So how we're feeling is really going to impact what we are desiring, right? So if I'm feeling stressed, there's healthy ways and unhealthy ways to deal with stress, right? So A healthy way to deal with stress would be to, I don't know, maybe declutter if I'm feeling stressed about my space, my environment, or maybe I could rest if I'm feeling stressed about my schedule, you know, things like that. And then obviously there are unhealthy ways as well. So if I'm feeling stressed and I just want to go shopping, I want to eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's, you know, so those are the things that we start to desire. From there, we have the last three in this progression, which are words, actions, and then ultimately our overall behavior. So our words, this is biblical. It's actually really cool when you think about how much of this is actually laid out for us in scripture, right? It says from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you can really, if you pay attention to what you're saying, you can really tell kind of what's going on underneath the surface. So our words are a gauge for what those first three things are doing, our thoughts, feelings, and desires. Because a lot of the times, consciously or subconsciously, we will start to verbalize those things, right? So it's really interesting, again, when you start to kind of take inventory of what you've been saying, because it will kind of show you what you spend a lot of your time thinking about. From there, we typically end up acting on those feelings, desires, and even our words. So this is going to be, again, the part where people think, okay, well, I'm just going to change my actions. I'm just going to change my behaviors. And listen, I'm not saying it's impossible with willpower discipline. You can definitely, definitely change your actions. But the key is here that I really want to emphasize is making a sustainable change, right? Like if you really want to make a change in your life, it's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take energy and it's going to take intention figuring out what's actually causing you to say those words, think about those things and make those choices in your actions, you know, and that creates your overall behavior. Have you heard that saying, I'm in a rut? And again, I talked about this more in depth in the mindset episodes on the show, but Dr. Caroline Leaf is an amazing neuroscientist and she talks a ton about this. If you want more resources, I highly recommend her. She's a Christian. She's brilliant. It's so just like, I could geek out about this all day long, but she talks about this idea of being in a rut and our brains have neural pathways, which are formed all day, every day. We are forming neural pathways. Dendrites are connecting all of those things. So when we have kind of like the default setting that I call it, it's because we have worn those paths in our mind. So it's really easy to get caught in a rut because if I feel stressed and my default is to eat a pint of Ben and Jerry's, right? Like that may be the easy thing for me to go to because in my mind, I've walked those thought patterns out over and over and over again. So that's what's familiar. That's what's easy. That's my default. So the way Dr. Caroline Leaf explains this is if there's a path in the woods, that's really well-worn. That's obviously going to be the easier path to walk, right? But if you want to forge a new path, It's going to take time. It's going to take intention. It's going to take effort because you're going off the beaten path, right? But it's worth it because the more that you walk the new path, the more that you are intentional about what you're thinking about, what you're talking about, and the choices you're making, the easier it will be to start doing those things as your default setting. This is why the Lord tells us over and over and over again in scripture to take our thoughts captive because that is really what is going to set the tone, set the pace, set the course of our life. And it sounds like so intense, but it kind of is. (laughs) But there's scriptures again, over and over throughout scripture that talk about how the tongue is like the rudder of a ship that will really determine our course. It talks about how our thoughts are so important because it really impacts, again, everything else about our lives and so many things about how our words, there's the power of life and death and the tongue and those things like it really does matter. And I don't want to get over spiritual about it. But it is something that I think as women, especially we need to be paying more attention to we need to be more mindful of because it really is important because I think you know, creating the life that you really want and becoming the person you really want to be. It's not going to happen on accident, right? Like we have to be intentional about the thoughts we are thinking, what we're spending our time talking about doing what we're desiring. And if we are able to take inventory and figure out where our thoughts are coming from, like what, what course our thoughts are taking us on that will change everything. So let me just give a quick example and then we'll move on from the mindset stuff. Okay. So a lot of people want to change their eating habits in the new year, right? It's like one of the top new year's resolutions in the world and they want to change it most of the time because they want to look a certain way, right? Like a lot of people want to lose weight because they want to look a certain way. They want to be accepted. They want to feel prettier, whatever it may be. But if our thoughts are negative or shame based meaning okay i want to eat healthier because i feel that i need to lose weight because i feel insecure in my body that won't get you very far okay because our minds thrive and again this is something dr caroline lee talks about that we are literally wired for love our our minds our bodies our spirits thrive in a positive safe and loving environment versus living in a high stress, striving, hustle, fight or flight environment that is just not healthy. Like nobody wants to be living in survival mode. Right. And so if we are feeling the stress of, I need to perform, I need to prove myself. I need to look a certain way to get approval. If we're talking about this whole weight loss, eating healthier thing, that is just not going to serve you long-term. It's not going to serve you in the long run. It's actually going to cause more stress on your body and your mind, which is why so many people give up on their new year's resolutions one month, two months into the year. You know what I mean? So we've got to first adjust the mindset and then it'll reset the whole progression and better support us as we actually create those new habits and goals that we we really want for our lives. Okay. So one way we can start this rewiring process is getting a clear vision for our lives. This is so critical if you want to be more purposeful, more intentional about the way that you're living. You got to sit down and take the time to actually get a vision for your life. In Habakkuk it talks about how where the people don't have a vision they perish. Like if you don't know where you're going, you're probably not going anywhere. Do you know what I mean? And so, you've got to take time to actually think about what do I want? What does God want for my life? Who has he created me to be? And what kind of actions do I need to be taking on a daily, weekly, monthly Even yearly basis, if we're talking about New Year's goals and resolutions, to really be intentional about all that, right? So, I think that when you have a really crystal clear vision for your life, it honestly serves as the blueprint for the goals you set, the habits you create, and what you say yes and no to. Because, think about it if you don't know who you want to become by the end of 2024, if you don't know what kind of life you want to create for yourself, even in the next five, 10, whatever, like You don't have to get crazy and overwhelmed by it, but if you don't have a general picture of the kind of person that you want to be and the life that you want to have, how are you going to get there? So I think when it comes to setting goals, when it comes to like finding a vision for your life and whatever it may look like for you, whether it's setting new year's resolutions, setting goals, it's just so important to have a vision and a mindset that supports it. And I will say one thing that I've really learned and, Have come to love is this idea of rather than setting goals for the short term, it's more about setting intentions for yourself and for your life. Um, And I think it's the book To Hell with the Hustle by Jefferson Bethke. He talks about how rather than calling them resolutions or goals, he calls them formations because he doesn't want it to be something where you check it off a list and then you're done with it, right? If we're going back to the eating healthy example, you don't want to just eat healthy lose the weight, whatever your goal is, and then just be done with it, right? Like wouldn't it be so much better and serve you so much better in the long run if it was a goal for your life long term to nurture your body, nourish your body, and create healthy habits that will really last you a lifetime? I mean, I don't know about you, but like that seems way more meaningful than a short-term goal of like I just want to lose X amount of pounds or I just want to eat healthier because what does that even look like? The why behind it is going to show you so much about what you are thinking. So coming back to that mindset piece, if you want to sit down, I would really recommend this between now and the new year or even sometime in January or whenever you're listening to this episode, I would, I would say it would be really, really impactful if you have the time, maybe five, 10 minutes for an hour, however long you want to take and just sit down and think, why, why am I doing the things that I'm currently doing that are not serving me? Like maybe what are some of those things? If you're in a a self-sabotage cycle, or if you constantly find yourself in a negative thought space, like what's going on beneath the surface. A lot of the times, if you look at your words, actions, and patterns of behavior, it will show you those three things that are underneath the surface, which are your thoughts, feelings, and desires. Okay. So take some time and think through like, what, what have I been doing? That's not really serving me? And what do I want to do differently? Like, what do you want to show? How do you want to show up in the new year for yourself, for your friends, for your family, for the Lord? And why, what do you want to change? And what will be different about your life when you change those things? Because those are the kind of goals that you want to set something that will serve you long-term and really set you up for success, not only in just meeting a short-term goal, but like becoming the person that you want to be like ask the lord how have you created me what matters to you in this season what kind of life do you want me to live what's important to you lord and he will give you those insights he will give you the vision and the clarity the holy spirit is so faithful to reveal those things when we are willing to sit down and and listen just take the time to be still and listen for his voice you know so i would definitely recommend between now and whenever you're able to taking some time to just think through those things and because you have to have that vision for your life. Okay. So those things, vision and mindset are so key when it comes to planning and creating a life that you love. And that really honors the Lord because basically your vision for your life will serve as a filter for what thoughts you give mental real estate to, um, the things you say yes and no to how you spend your time, who you have in your life, like the relationships you invest in, it's so, so important to be mindful of those things. And when you don't have a clear vision for your life and who you want to be, where you want to go, it's harder to protect your heart and mind from outside voices and influences, comparison, and all those things that tell you who you should be and what you should be doing. So number one, let's get a clear vision for your life. Number two, let's make sure that your mindset habits will set you up for success and then you can set goals that will serve you and move you closer to that person you want to be and the life you want to create. Okay. So that's really what I want us to talk about today. And I think I said this in the beginning, but basically this is the framework that I use when I teach my vision workshops. I think it's so much fun to just sit down with women in a room and take the time to think about these things because I feel like so often as women, especially maybe it's just me, but I hear things like this podcast episodes, I'll read a book or I'll get that spark of motivation and inspiration, but I'll never sit down and actually think about these things. And I think that's a big piece of what holds us back because if you're not willing to sit down and actually think through, okay, who do I want to be? What do I want my life to look like? What's important to me? What do I value? Like what, what do I want to make sure is in place so that my life, can be purposeful every day. And I don't mean that to be like an overwhelming or like a pressure thing. It's like in the little things that you do, what, the, what you say yes to each day really can be huge. Like, because our future is just a sum of the days we're living right now, right? So it's really important, I think, for us to just spend the time, even if it's, you know, once a year, twice a year, Once a month at the beginning of the month or weekly, whatever it looks like for you, just to get realigned. Because I heard someone say this the other day. It's like if you get in your car and you put your GPS to somewhere in Florida, it's like, okay, well, you have no idea how long that's gonna take. You don't know where exactly you're going. You don't know where what exactly you're supposed to bring with you. It's like you may get there eventually, but honestly, it would be way more efficient and effective if you took the time to figure out the exact address, right? How long it would take where you're going to be going, what you need to bring with you, who's going to be there, all of those things. So that's, that's really such a perfect illustration. I feel like for our lives, because how often do we think, Oh yeah, this is where I want to be in five years. Well, it's like, okay. Um, What do you need to bring with you? (laughs) What, what area are you going to be in? Like, what are the specifics to that? Because not that you have to know every detail. And I mean, obviously there's the aspect of faith and trusting the Lord for each step. It's not like you have to have your 10 year plan mapped out, but I do think it is really important to get clear on what matters to you with wisdom through partnership with the Lord so that you can be intentional about the time that you have, because our time here is limited. And I want us to be able to live really purposeful lives that are impactful and glorify God and serve people and love people well, you know, all of those things, and this is how we do that. Okay. So first, when we get into this whole planning phase, I think it's key to start with reflection, especially if you're doing this at the end of the year, beginning of the new year. So to start out, let's trace your actions and feelings back to their roots and see where you might be able to make some adjustments that could better serve you in this next year. So I'm just going to ask some questions. And I know I mentioned in the beginning, like it might be easy if you're sitting down and listening to this or watching the video and you actually have time to work through these questions. If not, I would highly recommend coming back to this episode, um, just so that you have some time to actually process through these things. So I'm going to ask some questions throughout this episode that I think will be really helpful for you. So don't feel like you have to think through all of them right now. I think these will best serve you whenever you can take some time to actually process through them. Okay. So when it comes to reflection here, are four questions that I would ask yourself before you start setting goals. Okay. So number one, what am I feeling in this season, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally? Okay. So first off, first up taking inventory of where you're at. Okay. So going back to that GPS illustration, it makes a difference. When you have both where you're going and a realistic picture of where you're at, okay, because that's going to tell you a lot about what you actually need to do to prepare for where you're going and the time it may take, and just kind of like getting a clear picture of where you are, where you're at, and what you need to do to get from point A to point B, okay? So think about it. How are you actually feeling? Are you feeling tired, emotionally drained? Are you overwhelmed? Or are you feeling peace and aligned? You have clarity. Are you hopeful for the future? Are you excited? Okay. So just get really honest. Like where are you at spiritually? Do you feel far from the Lord? Are you feeling mentally drained? Are you feeling emotionally tired and worn? Um, just, just start thinking through those kinds of things. And then second question is how's your self-talk? Okay. How do you view or think about yourself, your body, your work, your money, your future? And going back to the thought progression, this is taking inventory to help you see what's been going on beneath the surface, what patterns you may be walking out right now that lead to your overall behavior that maybe you want to change, but you may not even know it because at this point, your patterns and this progression are subconscious. Okay. So how are you talking about your life, your circumstances? Are you talking about them negatively? Because remember, the Bible says that overflow, out of the overflow of our hearts, that's what our mouth speaks about. So take inventory of your words here. And then three, what do my thoughts, words, and feelings? reveal about the current state of my mindset. So basically wrapping up the inventory part of what's going on beneath the surface. Okay. So what have you been saying? What have you been wanting? Like, what have you been desiring to change? And what does that show you about what's been going on in your headspace that maybe you need to make some adjustments on? And then number four, what thought patterns and beliefs are no longer serving me? What thoughts frequently show up in my mind that cause feelings of confusion, doubt, anxiety, inferiority, overwhelm, stress, those kinds of things. Okay. So really take the time to dig a little bit, get beneath the surface and figure out, okay, if there are things that I want to change, it's going to take more than just changing my actions and my behavior. If you want a lasting change, you're going to have to be willing to do the work to look beneath the surface and see okay, what do I spend my time thinking about, talking about, desiring? And what do I need to get back into alignment there? What thoughts do I need to take captive so that I can reset the progression and lead to more positive actions that are actually going to help me become the person that I want to be and create the life that I want, right? So a couple of ways that you can help with this, like forging that new path when I was talking about getting out of the rut, right? So writing affirmations writing scripture like getting back to truth a lot of the times we get into that funk mindset when we are just going on autopilot right and we don't really pay attention to what's going on in our thought life we're just kind of like making choices taking actions based on like what's comfortable what's familiar okay so Something that really helps is getting back to truth. So getting back to being rooted in truth. What does God's word say about you? And then speaking out the affirmations. There's something so powerful about speaking truth, praying scripture, just out loud daily to help you put your thoughts back on truth which will restart your feelings, desires, words, actions, behavior, progression. Okay. So if you've identified a thought or thought pattern that's getting in your way, what do you need to do to speak to yourself and start that rewiring process in your brain? The beautiful thing about this though is, and I've talked about this before, I'm sure you've heard me say it if you've been around here for a while, but there's this thing called neuroplasticity, which is basically our brain's ability to rewire itself. So if you feel like you're in a rut right now, Don't lose hope. There is so much hope because our brains can literally rewire all the neural pathways that we've created. So if you've been feeling like you're in a rut, if you've been feeling like you don't love the patterns that you're seeing in your life, that's not the way it has to be forever. Okay. So you totally physically and mentally have the ability to rewrite that narrative. Okay. So starting with truth, whether it's affirmations, scripture, speaking out truth, praying out loud, whatever you need to do, that can really help you so much because when you speak or write affirmations daily, it will give you something to come back to when toxic thoughts and negative thoughts come up that would usually make you spiral because How are you supposed to know the truth if you aren't reading the word and speaking it out, right? It's so easy to just default to those negative or toxic mindsets if we aren't intentionally putting truth in front of us, right? Okay. So that's super important. And this is a process you can come back to at any point in your journey. I do this all the time with my clients. I talk about this all the time with people who are struggling in their behaviors. If they want to do something, make a change, it really stems back to mindset. So if you ever find yourself in a rut again, I would recommend coming back to this process, taking inventory to see what's going on beneath the surface by asking yourself these questions. And then you can figure out, okay, what do you need to do? to get yourself back into alignment with the truth and God's word, and then it will restart the progression. Okay. So that's the first thing, reflection, take inventory, take the time to ask yourself those questions so that you can figure out what needs to shift before you actually start making goals and implementing changes in your actions. Okay. And then of course we get into the fun stuff, which is goal setting. And this is what I love to do with women in my coaching sessions. So if you are interested in getting some like extra support and you want someone in your corner to process through all of this, definitely send me an email, shoot me a DM. I would absolutely love to be that person for you. I think it's so fun to brainstorm with women, help them like see their blind spots and identify the things that are maybe some obstacles in your way, mindset issues, maybe self-talk, and then broaden your vision and get clarity again, in alignment for who. God's created you to be and the life that He has planned out for you. Okay, so let's talk about goal setting. First of all, we've got to get that overall vision for your life. And some questions you can ask yourself to figure out that vision are who do you want to be? What kind of person do you want to be? How do you want to be described? What do you want to do with your life? What's important to you? How do you want to be remembered? Who do you want to impact? That's such a huge piece of our purpose is not only who do I want to be, but Who do I want to impact? And that really will be a determining factor in who we become, right? So ask yourself those questions. And then once you have an idea of who you want to be and the life you want to create with that clear, clear, crystal clear vision, then you can get into saying yes and no to the right things. Okay. So what are your current roles and responsibilities? What are you committed to? What are the things that you're saying yes to? And then ask yourself, are those things actually in alignment or moving me closer to the person that I want to become and that vision for my life? And if they are not, are there some things that you need to say no to, or can you take off of your plate in order to give a better yes to the things that do align with your vision? Okay. So an example of this that I have in my own life has been taking charge of my stress. Okay. So I have to be really intentional about managing my stress. Otherwise it will absolutely overwhelm me quickly. And I have had to be super mindful of implementing my self-care Mondays. If you've been around a while, or you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that on Monday nights, I always take some time to myself right at the beginning of the week to make sure that I'm setting the pace for my week, not hurrying into it as much as I can and just getting still taking some time to rest before I even get into schedule. So if you want to be somebody like for me, if I want to be somebody who's not overwhelmed, who's not stressed and hustling and busy, I don't want that for my life. I want to be somebody who's peaceful, restful, taking care of my mind and my body and my heart, then I'm going to say no to some of the other things that I used to do, which would be like, you know, Working all night long once my kids are in bed or, you know, just really overdoing it with responsibilities and not prioritizing rest for myself, whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally. So I need to say no to some of those things that I was doing before. Especially in my schedule, so that I can make sure I'm saying yes to intentional rest. That really sets me up for being able to give my best in my work, for my family, for my other relationships, right? So it's really important to think about those things because. If you're saying yes to a bunch of good things, but it's not the right things for your seasons, that's something that could really hold you back. Then once you've got a clear idea of where you're at by figuring out your vision and then realizing, okay, maybe I need to shift some things in my schedule, in my finances, you know, my routines to say yes to the right things, the best things for the season, then you can start setting some goals. And I would ask yourself these questions when it comes to goal setting. What do I need more of in this season? Take it seasonally. I find that that is so much easier than trying to map out an entire year perfectly or the five or 10 year plan that sometimes people ask you to do when you're creating a vision for your life. I would just say, Lord, in this season, what is important to you? And then what do I need mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally in this season? And then what are some routines or habits that are not serving you? What are some things that you need to let go of? kind of going back to those rules and responsibilities or even other things. It's like, what do you need to let go of? Are you hanging on to clothes in your closet that are just taking up space? Do you need to let go of a responsibility or an event that you've been, you know, like a regular thing in your schedule that's really not serving you and it's actually creating more exhaustion, burnout, draining you, that kind of thing. And then what are some specific habits you want to implement that will help you move closer to the person that you want to be? So I have a friend that looks at it this way where she sets goals for herself spirit soul and body Which I think is really cool. So you can do this monthly you can do this for the year But you can think about like, okay What are some goals for my spirit that are going to help me grow whether that's cutting things out or adding things in So it could be okay The overall vision for my life is that I want to be a woman that really knows god's word So for my spirit goals this year or for 2024 I want to be really intentional about reading my Bible I want to be really intentional about memorizing scripture again it's something I used to do when I was in college and I have let the busyness of life take away from that but I just really want to be intentional for the health of my spirit and as somebody who's in a position of leadership and for my kids and for this podcast you know like I just want to be really rooted in truth that's my overall vision for my life so that is going to be a goal for my spirit that I set for myself same kind of thing for my soul which is your mind will and emotions a lot of that for me is rest, making sure that I'm prioritizing my mental health, not overdoing it, not trying to overwork myself and those kinds of things. And then for body as well, it's like, what do I need to do to care for my body, nourish my body, move my body, those kinds of things. So again, None of this is one size fits all. I think the best way to set goals that will serve you is to get real about the inventory piece of where you are and where you want to be. Okay. And then you can bridge the gap between them by setting those goals or intentions, I think is even a better word because again, it's not about getting there, checking a box and then being done with the goal forever. Right? Like I think the most effective way to do this is to think about things that will be sustainable and lasting changes in your life. So once you've got some ideas of goals and intentions you want to set, then you can get specific and make your game plan. Okay. So what do you want to accomplish in the next six months to a year? So if you're listening to this at the beginning of the new year or when this is released in December and you're planning out the next few months or your goals for the year, think about what goals you need to set to support that vision, right? And then you can break them down to a monthly, weekly, or even daily basis. So again, making them really sustainable for yourself. If by the end of the year, you want to read the Bible in a year, what does that look like on a monthly basis? How many chapters do you need to read in a week or in a day or, you know, that kind of thing. So break it down from the big goal to create small daily actionable steps that will continually move yourself closer. I love that idea of getting 1% better a day. So if you've not heard that, or you're not familiar with the concept, basically, if you can aim to be 1% better each day, which means we're not redoing your whole life in 90 days, you're not trying to be super extreme and overwhelm yourself with these major, massive goals. It's like, what can I do today to be 1% better than yesterday? Okay. So if you consciously do that for a year, by the end of the year, you'll be 365% better, healthier, whatever it may be stronger than you were at the beginning of the year, which I just think is so cool. I love looking at it that way. So it's not so much about setting huge, unattainable, big, big goals for yourself. It's like, okay, how can we bring this down into the daily, right? Because the days that we're living now are going to culminate to create our future. So Think about that whenever you're setting goals and then breaking it down into the monthly, weekly, and daily. And then... Think about who your people are going to be. Who are you going to bring in for accountability? Who are you going to bring into the process for support and prayer? It's so important to have community and people around you who are going to be in the process with you to help you on the hard days, encourage you, pray with you, even like maybe set a goal together or an intention together with your spouse or a friend or a small group or maybe with your kids. Honestly, it makes the process even more fun when you do it together. So that's something I also love to add in there as well. And then the very last thing, more than any of this, I hope that you can take away having fun. It does not have to be this process that is like drudgery right like <laughs> I don't want you to be miserable if you are setting goals for yourself and you feel absolutely miserable and it doesn't feel exciting to you and you don't feel in alignment like that's not it like that's not the purpose of this that's not god's heart for our lives is to feel like um obligated you know to him or to the life that we want to create for ourselves so enjoy this process. It's such a gift that God gives us joy. Like the fullness of joy is in his presence. That's what the Bible says. And so as you process with the Lord, obviously we want to stretch ourselves and we want to grow when we set goals and intentions for ourselves, but also he wants us to enjoy our lives. So don't be so hard on yourself and so serious about this process that you forget to enjoy being in the process. Right. So some things that I do are, you can create a vision board. I've got one right behind me of pictures and quotes and like this little checklist of little category things that I've wanted to grow in. Um, and I just love that because it creates a visual that you can see every day to help you stay focused on all of the things, all of the intentions you've set for yourself. Right. So that's a fun way to do it. You can also take the same concept and create like little phone background, something that will help you continually have your goals and visions right in front of you, because we move towards, is what we focus on. Right. So those are some fun ways to do that. And then I also love to tell people if you're setting goals and intentions for yourself, you need to also set up some celebrations along the way. Okay. So if you're setting a goal to save a certain amount of money, maybe like when you're halfway there, have a fun girls night or like celebrate in some way, like maybe cook a nice meal or have some friends over or go somewhere that you've wanted to go to, you know, just like do something fun for yourself to celebrate the progress. Like If you don't do that, if you don't give yourself something to look forward to, it might get really hard on the days where you want to get back into that rut, right? Where it's easier to go the familiar worn path rather than like forging the new one. Okay. So you've got to give yourself something to look forward to, set up little, um, incentives for yourself along the way, make it fun. However, that looks like for you. And then how will you give yourself grace on the hard days? That's a question I love to ask as well, because we want to do 1% better every day, not, 50% 50% better every day. Okay. So like, there are gonna be days when you're not feeling it, right? Let's be real. They're going to be days when you are not feeling it right let us be real There are going to be days when you do not feel good physically or mentally. There are going to be days when kids are sick and schedules are crazy. And maybe you're on vacation, have, have a plan in place for yourself to where you can give yourself grace. If you're not able to do every single part of your morning routine every single day, right? Like we need to be realistic. Life is going to happen, but be prepared to give yourself grace when that happens. Okay. And then something else that I love to do for the year is pray and ask God for a word or a theme to focus on and pray into for the year. So if you're a word for the year person, now's your time to shine. I think it's just a fun way to like really give yourself a lens to look through for the year. And again, rather than doing a five, 10 year plan, it's like, okay, God really help me see what you're doing this year. And I think like, praying into a word for the year, for the season helps you do that. And then y'all know every New Year's Eve, I write a letter to myself to open the following New Year's Eve. So I'll be doing that again this year. And if you'd like to join me, I would love to see your little letters. You should tag me on social media if you do it. But I always like to, once I've gone through this process of reflecting, I'll write myself a letter where I explain some of the things that I saw growth in like areas that I saw growth in or ways that I really saw God move. And then some of these goals and intentions and my hopes for the coming year. And it's just so fun when I open that on New Year's Eve every year to see how much I've grown, see how far I've come and what God has done in my life. And it's just a really sweet tradition that I now have. And so many people have joined me doing. So, I would love to hear from you if you decide to do it. That's pretty much it. I know that was kind of a lot, but I just love talking about this kind of stuff. I know we kind of barely scratched the surface. There's really so much to mindset and vision casting for your life. And like I said, if you need some extra support, feel free to reach out. I would absolutely love to partner with you through coaching sessions or whatever that looks like for you in this season. And I'm just really excited for 2024. I feel really hopeful for what God is doing and just so excited to see what he has in store. So I am so grateful for you being here this year with me on the by word show. It has been an amazing year and so many ups and downs, but honestly, I just have to say, I'm so grateful. So thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to listen and I will see you in the new year. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords show. I love having you here and I'm so thankful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and remember I am cheering you on.